0: Before the show started and before I cut us off, Max and I were starting to talk geek. So I'm like, we got to start this show early. So welcome, everybody, to the Three Geeks podcast. Uh, So, yeah, before the show, Max had mentioned he's going to see Morbius. And I was getting ready to say that, uh, you know, the fans are really excited about the potential of a Spider-Man 4 or an amazing Spider-Man 3. My real issue with that is it's still made by Sony. And while I like Venom, Venom is not. Do we not get video from you, Jason? I was going to say, we don't see you right now. Yeah. No, I see me.
1: Uh, yeah. Well, that makes one of us. Yeah, the audience does not. Fascinating. Oh,
2: <laughs> I-, I thought you were just doing something like yeah, before too, the podcast. <laughs> but, be quite the surprise. Uh, uh, all right. Yeah. Sorry. Um, while you work on that, carry on.
1: <laughs>
2: I was
0: saying that even though you know, I I would I would be curious to see maybe uh Craven the Hunter with uh, Spider Man Four with Tobey Maguire or Amazing Spider Man Three. And while I like um, Venom, but that movie is far from, like, quality filmmaking, the only thing, like, Sony has done in the Spider-Man universe that's been of quality since Amazing Spider-Man 1 was uh, Into the Spider-Verse.
2: Um, and... Yeah, so, like, out of, what, they, they had six, seven, seven attempts, including Into the Spider-Verse, right? Mm-hmm. They yes. Had, they had, Two and a half good Spider-Man movies. <laughs> yeah, rough. Uh, Sony sucks. They <laughs> fucking suck. It is not good. I, I don't trust them with a fucking thing. There's no way. Like, I'm going to see more of this today because me and my sister go see superhero movies together. And that, that's like the only reason. Like, I, I, bought, I went to buy the tickets, pre-order the tickets. We are the only two tickets in the fucking theater. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I checked. Still the only two tickets.
0: <laughs> well, <laughs> the, the movie's not doing bad box office-wise. And the only thing... The only reason I think that I will find some enjoyment in it is because uh, Mick enjoyed it on the... You know, for what it was. He enjoyed it for what it was. And mm-hmm. I think that there will be something there that I can probably latch onto, But I don't expect it to be, like, anything quality-wise above, like, Venom.
1: Uh Yeah, Uh, yeah. I I saw it on Tuesday because I have a buddy that's similar to Max and his sister. We just go see movies, like regardless if it's good or bad. Um, It was okay, like it, like meh. It was a very meh movie. You know what I mean? I I don't think Max will hate it, hate it, but I don't think you will like it. I heard there's a, um,
0: and this is uh, this is secondhand (laughs) knowledge, so I will put the spoiler alert up just in case. But I heard like there's some confusion because it takes place obviously after the multiverse of madness. Yeah, um, and that's kind of confusing because there's characters there that are like, I don't know how I got to this universe, but I'm here now, and um, Dude, this is
1: classic. That zombie. only that only matters to my at least to my uh, what I could catch for the after credit
0: scene stuff. So for the movie part of it, that shouldn't be that big of a deal. Yeah, but that, Michael that Keaton's is... character doesn't know how he's there, right? He's just there, right? Okay, but that, that is
1: the end credit scene. So oh, all right. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Spoiler, up, we're good. Um yeah. So like, luckily it's not in the in the movie, the movie, but like that's that's what I'm talking about. This is Sony. Mm-hmm. Like, can you handle something? Tell you what, guys, tell you what we're doing. We'll just go ahead and fuck everything up. How how do you like that? Like it's it's not mm-hmm. I, I mean like okay, like we all understand the multi, like, you know, different characters being pulled in and Sony is so excited, they're like, they have to include us, like we have the rights, they have <laughs> yeah. to include us. Yeah. Like it, it, it's, they almost go and screw the pooch. And I'm like, dude.
0: Well, I know anything that I, they yeah, use. I'm,
2: I'm really looking forward to seeing this movie. Um, <laughs> just because it's going to be fun to sit in the movie theater and shit on the movie, like live action. And like, there's not going to be anyone else there to, to to tell me to shut up while I'm talking out loud at the movie.
0: Yeah, it's going to be great for you. Yeah. I know that like anything that's directly tied to uh, the Marvel Cinematic Universe, they have to get approved by Kevin Feige, which is probably why that one scene is in the post-credit scene because that's where he approved it going. But yeah. uh... he's like, uh,
2: <laughs> you have yeah. that in the the feature. Yeah, <laughs> the end credit
0: but... scene stuff is a,
1: just a hot mess for this film, just because there's two of them. And I'm not sure you needed two of them. Like at least from what the message they were trying to provide. So I'll I'll, I'll appreciate your feedback on that. I won't. Yeah. I don't well, I mean, ne- like.
2: What was the what was the last Marvel movie that came out uh, that had well, like one of the end credit scenes was just a trailer for Doctor Strange. And I was right, like, that why? Was, yeah. yep. Why did you do that?
0: <laughs> well, because they couldn't start promoting Doctor Strange until that movie was over. So they're like, we'll just tack it on at the end so people can see. Fucking, it why don't you just put it. out
2: the Doctor Strange trailer? Yeah. And not have me sit here like, oh, what, like, what's the end
0: credit scene when it's just a fucking commercial? Like, I loved it. I was glad I got to see Doctor Strange. Oh, it didn't bother me at all. Well, <laughs> no. yeah, like, but at I, the
1: same time, like, it didn't progress any of the, like, yeah. If,
2: if you want me to watch a fucking commercial, put the commercial on TV. Like, I, I – I, nah, I'm not a fan of this. Like, it, it, like it, it's – is now I got to worry about having commercials in my end credit scenes? It's already bad enough to put in commercials at the beginning of the movies.
0: Well, that's again that was a Sony movie, so Marvel probably didn't want to attach anything super big to it. But um, <laughs> Doctor Strange, two speaking of, has sold more tickets in 24 hours than any other movie this year. I'm trying to find out how that relates to No Way Home, but um, it, it makes sense, even though. I mean, I guess Batman came out and that was pretty big. So, I mean, I guess there is some, you know, validity to this uh, article. But I'm kind of curious how that stacks up with No Way Home. The No Way Home was also, like, a big record breaking, like, opening day, pre-sale stuff. So, I'm excited to see Doctor Strange too. I've seen very little on this movie, and I'm doing that on purpose. But, uh, you know, they the showed Illuminati. one image. One image. And, um, you know, I guess the uh, Sam Raimi said that Marvel had a, you need to introduce horror elements to the MCU in this film. And I saw this picture and just going off of this picture, I think that they, they that we're going to have some elements that are going to be creepy. Yeah, Doctor Strange the White Walker. Yeah.
2: Zombie Doctor Strange. Was, I mean, we'll see how it goes like whatever.
0: Have All you guys right. seen I
2: I'm, I'm excited for Doctor Strange. I I that was the first time I ever saw that picture. Um mm-hmm. Like, again, you know, it's like they already got my money. Like I, I, you don't need to do this advertising. You don't need to have me sit through your fucking commercial at the end of the movie. Like, like you're gonna show me something that I need to see. <laughs> like, uh, yeah, I mean, I'm down. I, I don't have my tickets already, which is kind of weird, and I'm a little afraid <laughs> now that I'm not gonna be able to get tickets. <laughs> but uh, um, yeah, it's, it's, it's just like okay, I, I just don't need a,
0: the regular trailer at the end. In,
1: Was the end. this one delayed? For for COVID or anything like that,
0: was that this was supposed to come out last year? Okay, everything in the uh, MCU has been delayed.
1: Mm -hmm.
2: Yeah, yeah. So I guess I guess maybe Sony, like, I'll give them the break on that one. Like, okay, movie supposed to come out a year ago. Like, yeah, y'all can only push back your shit so far. And you know, like, it's your right to put out a movie that you made. So you
1: know, like, maybe this in twenty nineteen, right? So it's even older than that I thought.
2: Yeah, well, I, I hear it's more like it came out in 2002 or some shit. So,
0: yeah, the we'll CGM. <laughs> we'll well, here we go. The it Snops. What do you guys think of the two hour and six minute runtime for Doctor Strange? I, yeah, I It sounds short because of everything that we know. Because of probably. the Batman. No, well, and uh, No Way <laughs> Home. But the thing that No Way Home introduced the concept of the multiverse, so we don't really have to do that in this movie. So, I'm hoping we just hit the ground running. And, I mean, I. It's hard to, you know, really judge a runtime until we've seen the movie, but to me, it does sound short, but it's it's fine, because we we got the introduction of the multiverse in the previous film, and even in WandaVision a little bit, even though that's not what it ended up being, but still, like, it, it's been played with a lot, especially in Loki. Loki kind of set up the multiverse, too, so. I'm yes. hoping, man, I am excited to see this movie, like, Bruce Campbell's in it, and, I'm excited that he is in the MCU. Like, let's get going. <laughs> like, I'm ready. This movie needs to come out tomorrow. Let's I wonder going. who
2: Jimon Hanso is going to play in the, in this one. He's, I think he's already been like three or four different Marvel and DC characters. So it's, Sweet. <laughs> I'm always cool. excited to see him.
0: <laughs> yeah, Have a cool feather in your cap. Be like, I'm superhero galore. Yeah. I just got word that Chris Candy is going to be joining us sooner. So uh, that's going to be a lot of fun. He'll be joining us in about 15 minutes or so. Justin, <laughs> do you mind tweeting that out please? <laughs> and um, I want to uh, get into a show that Max and I both really enjoyed, but for some reason we haven't kept up with it. And that is that Aaron Paul and Brian Cranston will be in the final season of uh, better call Saul, which makes sense because they're getting to that point where they, they're going to start connecting to the original show. And uh, I'm, not surprised by this at all, and I'm excited to see. I know Max isn't like prequels, but anything that gives me more Walter White played by Bryan Cranston, I'm okay with. This is dumb,
2: <laughs> because the we already we already saw everything from their perspective in Breaking Bad. Like they met Saul,
0: but we're not no, getting No it one from knew that Saul
2: before they met him.
0: Yeah, but you know? we're not getting it from their perspective. We're getting it from Saul's perspective. Right,
2: but everything from Saul's perspective is is the same like so we're going to go with, they're going to redo scenes from No, I don't Breaking I don't Back? think
0: they're going to be in the whole season. I think it's going to be more of like a maybe an extended cameo. Who can, but um No,
2: who cares? Like I'm like this is dumb. Like this is dumb. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm nothing against Brian Cranston, nothing against Aaron Paul, but this is dumb. Like like we already know when the characters met each other, like we've already seen that, like I don't know what what they can add
0: to to, to this. <laughs> like, well, we do know that um, Aaron Paul's character lives. I have not seen El Camino. I yeah. need to see El Camino. Uh, so it's
2: gonna be a post. Is this like a, a, a after everything?
0: Maybe because there are parts of Better Call Saul where it's after everything.
2: Yeah, okay, like that—that that I can deal with. But uh, but the I mean, House of Walter White, then he's fucking dead. Like right. that doesn't make it. It's like <laughs> Brian Canson's just
1: continual it. flashbacks. Just like.
2: <laughs> but, but I mean, again, like if it's a flashback, then it's Breaking Bad, and we've already seen everything. And if it's a a flash forward, then Brian is dead. Like we don't. There's, there's nothing else. Like, I, I, I don't know. I'm, I'm just like...
0: We'll see how it plays out. I'm curious yeah. to see how it plays out. That's
2: I'm sure. gonna... My, my fucking dumb shit bell is ringing, like, hardcore right now.
0: I wish it was <laughs> an actual bell. I, I like need to, to catch bell. up on this show. I... I remember. Really
2: liked... sweet. I would say
1: I don't want to shit on. Breaking
0: I, I've watched the first Metal
1: couple episodes, seasons, but I'm not really kept up with it.
0: Neither am yeah, I, but for yeah. no reason at all. Like every mm-hmm. time I see that it's there, I'm like, I need to watch this because I really liked it.
2: Yeah, for sure, for sure. It's quality, quality television.
1: I mean, after nobody, he'll just come to your house and whoop your ass, right? Like, <laughs> <laughs> you, you better been watching
0: <laughs> Like Ben Skilligan did something that's not a lot of people can do he successfully made a spin off to one of the best tv shows of all time anybody out there that doesn't have breaking bad in their top 10 of all time hasn't seen breaking bad so like it totally fits yes finally finally together. someone agrees with me <laughs> it might we don't know what the cameo is like at all so it could no. be walter white's dead body for all we know like <laughs> yeah, i mean like
2: if it was just aaron paul like i would be a little more excited cuz that says that hey i think we're getting uh, what happens after
1: Aaron Paul in the woods? Yeah, you know, uh, you know, <laughs> just
2: driving the El Camino, like you know, okay, whatever. Like that's that that would be fine. But you know, I, I Better Call Saul did did something. Hey, they fucking did something that I I normally I can't stand a prequel. I, I'm fucking not down for prequels. And Better Call Saul has like six seasons of prequel that I really really want to see. Like. Kudos, you know, but like, yeah, this this stuff is you know, depending on, on what they do, borderline dub. But I'm gonna give them the benefit of the doubt because they have put together like some of the best TV oh, like yeah, of all time.
0: Like <laughs> you guys seen El Camino? Yeah. No. See, I that's another thing that I want to watch. I keep forgetting that it's That's low hanging fruit. It's on
1: Netflix, right?
0: So it's good, right? Yeah, I liked it. I heard it's really good. And I like I like Aaron Paul and as Jesse and I, I they did a thing recently and uh, yeah oh yeah Gus being Gus has been on the show right uh, Better Call Saul I think for a few seasons but yeah no that made absolute sense
2: yes um, yes because they have a full relationship before the, you know, the, the stuff that we don't know about like okay I'm happy to see that stuff but like yeah it, it, it's really dodgy.
0: one thing that i respect a lot about better call saul uh was um that they didn't force the cameos like i saw the first few seasons and none of the cameos felt forced like everything seemed organic and natural like they didn't have the first episode start with all these characters like we didn't see saul we didn't see gus we didn't see this but i think they did it really well so i'm curious um Scene snobs, uh, Mick says that El Camino was good, but we compared to the shows. So that makes sense. I agree with that and that's yeah. like comparing, uh, you know, one of the greatest things of all time. It's hard to even get close to that. But um...
2: well, I mean, it, you know, it's like it, the, the closest thing I can think of is be like Serenity and Firefly.
0: Yeah.
2: Um, and and you know, like how how it holds up and yada yada. yada. But uh, either way, if it's good, then yeah. I mean, like I, I again, I, I like to give these guys the benefit of the doubt because they have put together just. Solid fucking television for for so long, um, but yeah, you know, like if the movie doesn't hold up to the show, that's like saying you're like, oh, okay, like LeBron James isn't as good as Michael Jordan.
0: <laughs> yeah, all good. Yeah, that's fair. Now, we, <laughs> like, <have> to... <laughs> we can get into this as much as you guys want to, but director James Gunn revealed that he cut a scene with Aquaman having sex with a fish.
2: From is he cheesemaker?
0: Is he? Oh, I, oh. It's hard okay. to, it's hard to know if James Gunn is joking, but like, um, that show would have totally made sense to have that scene. In. Yeah,
2: if there was like a mermaid or something, or you know, like like if they could breathe. Like, what what defines fish? Like 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 species wise? Like like what? <laughs> I mean, yeah, know, to like...
1: that, yeah, to that end, yeah. Because I mean. Because you're almost sabotaging that character for future stuff. If like for yeah. a very very lowbrow joke, you know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. oh, Jason Moe is effing a fish now. Like, you know what yeah, I
2: mean? Yeah, and, and also it's like Aquaman. It's like it's hard to keep Aquaman relevant and cool. Like you're you really just throwing him to, to yeah to the wolves. No yeah. pun intended. You, to throw him to the sharks, but it's like it's yeah.
0: uh, he'll talk it's, to uh, the sharks. The quote says, I have tons of stuff I didn't use. Guns, tells, totals, films. Ezra went on, and I'm not kidding, for 16 minutes about Aquaman having sex with a fish. It was really funny then. We had one... We had just one quick shot of Momoa banging the shit out of a sturgeon. Yeah,
1: no. <laughs> That's... Yeah. I mean, it's funny in concept, but, like, I feel like you would really be detracting from the actual character, like, for future <laughs> use of it. Like, if you're going to be like... Yeah.
0: I didn't like Aquaman, so that would have been... That would have cracked me up. Uh,
2: Aquaman was like... Better than than half the Justice League crap. Yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> oh, how do they get out of the desert? But other than that, <laughs> like, <it's, laughs> my
1: gills are dry. <laughs>
0: oh uh, so,
2: no, that's yeah, that, that's definitely a, yeah, like you said, like a lowbrow comedy that, that you don't. I mean, it was it was already lowbrow enough. Like you don't need that. Yeah. Show yeah. him fucking the fish.
1: <laughs> yeah, if they were gonna kill the universe and him not ever have any other movies and stuff like that, then yeah, they're like, you know what I mean? Like if if we're never gonna talk about th- that version of Aquaman ever again, yeah, throw it in there. But if you're gonna have more stuff for him, I think it's probably I best bet. to not have.
2: And I mean, like Aquaman from that you know, like Jason Momoa Aquaman is pretty sick as far as Aquaman. I agree. Goes. Yeah, as
1: far as Aquaman goes, <laughs> he's pretty great.
2: I, I but I mean, like, hey, if, if we're gonna get rid of this Aquaman and do some Black Willad, I'm I'm down. <laughs>
1: i'm done
0: too i just like the name we're getting an orphan black uh, sequel series called echoes greenlit at amc plus uh no word on how tatiana Maslany is going to be involved but um actually hold that thought i still haven't
2: made it all the way through orphan black like, That's It's really so good, good
0: man She's but phenomenal like, I,
2: like I, I think season two or three where it just starts to like drag and i cannot get past
0: it all right everybody i want to take a minute we got our guest here chris candy how you doing buddy What's up? How are you guys doing? Good. Yeah. How are you? Good, good to good see, see you. Good
3: to see it's you, Yeah. What were you guys talking about before I popped in? Uh, uh, Orphan uh,
0: Black, spin uh, spinoff series. Oh, okay. Okay. If Had you ever, ever seen, seen that?
3: that? No, I have. Well, give me... No, what's that one
2: about? All right. So it's starring this, uh, this lady called uh, Tatiana Maslany, and she's a great actress. And okay. she plays um, clones there's like six or seven clones and she plays all of them. And like there's wow. this whole like conspiracy thing and yada, 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 like all the drama goes through that. But she plays six different characters and she does so well that you don't even recognize the different characters as her. Like Whoa. they're all of their okay. own specific person. And and it's really, really good Uh we like were just saying. It, it kind of does drag, I think, you know, for a, half a season or two. But okay. uh, the story is solid, it's really really great acting. Um, how many
3: seasons are they at? Oh, there's my coffee. I think there there, there was, was
0: five, and it yeah, it, it's wow. like super popular. It, it's like her playing the different cool. phones is just so phenomenal to the point where you're like, I think that one is very, very attractive. Like you're pointing out yeah. which yeah. one, like the differences that I'm like, like, oh no, I,
2: that that I would one. not bang this other one, and you're like, <laughs> oh. <laughs> they're all literally the same person. <laughs> But that, no, it's, it's really good.
3: But let's talk okay, about cool. you man.
0: Uh bumper to bumper is great.
3: Oh the podcast? Thank yeah. you man. I appreciate it. Yeah, we've been I think, I think we're coming up on like our 100th episode um of that. That podcast is so ridiculous. It like, gets so crazy. I'm like constantly like just in like inner turmoil with Rick. But yeah, it's been fun. We've been having a good time and uh we just got uh, our friend Aldis, who's a, a guy working for Rick, um, he's been helping out with the pod, and yeah, it's been it's been going really great. You know, it's changing so much that show. It used to be like you know, like an interview based show where we'd be in like our cars interviewing people, and now it's like just devolved. Like so, actually, one of the favorite things I've been doing with is we've been like going man on the street and like we're walking around Los Feliz, just like interviewing people, and like we've got the microphones, and it's just really fun to kind of like see who's going to be the random person we bump into that week. So I guess <laughs> you, it'll, it'll make sense for bumper to bumper. God. <laughs> that's awesome. Do, do you
1: have a favorite uh, in-person interview then? The, the random random person on the street interview? Do you have a favorite?
3: Yeah, we did this one where we, it was funny because we don't really pre-plan. I'm like, you know, yeah. your are pod maybe you just kind of go into wanting to talk about it. And so um, we were walking one day and um, it was kind of like a gray day outside. And I was like, oh, all right, maybe nothing's going on. And uh, we bump into this dude who, his name is Tony Fanara. Tony's this like local legend in the Los Feliz area. And he owns an Italian restaurant. Anyways, he was running for, he's running for governor of California. Oh, wow. (laughs) And he's just like, but he's this like, like this short old Italian guy. (laughs) So we basically get invited in to have um a meeting with him and the whole podcast then took like a right turn from like normal comedy podcasts like we spent like 40 minutes talking to this guy about his life and coming from sicily over to los angeles and whole his history and what he would do to run for mayor and there was some funny stuff that kind of got mined out of that but we just let him talk and, and i just like i think i loved the like the left turn that that episode yeah. took so like, that was always super fun um and then also like you know um yeah. Also, just bumping into friends is always nice too. We we actually, funny enough, we were doing one episode and we walked by um, Ron Perlman, uh, the actor oh, who played the boy. Wow. But it was one of those things where I was like, he doesn't give, he doesn't want to talk to anybody, right? And he's like leaving, mm-hmm. you know. But we're like this mobile, you know, like <laughs> okay <laughs> And uh, so, but I could tell out of the corner of my eye, he didn't want to talk to anybody. So I just said, "Ron, baby, we love you." And, <laughs> We walked by, so that that was a pretty funny one. And then I, I bumped into my, and then my girlfriend was uh, getting lunch, and uh, we ran up on them, her and her friend, and uh, that was also very funny
0: too.
3: So. <laughs> oh my god! If
2: I if I to- saw Ron Perlman in the street, I would probably just die from from geek. I'd have a geek geekasm <laughs> right there. Just, <laughs> <laughs> cool. I uh, yeah, I mean i hope i hope he's cool I, 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 have you have you met him like in person have you talked to him like, before no you, know, you before? know what?
3: i had this like very funny relationship with ron Proman because i had never met him but i've had two moments in my life one being the bumper to bumper moment and the other moment was um i was in like this educational therapy program when i was a kid like i, I might have been in the fourth grade and um, i was seeing this one guy who was at a school that i guess Proman's kid went to or something and anyways I was in the middle of a session, and Ron Perlman opened the door, and he was like talking to the the, the doctor or the educator. Hey, one said, "I just need to." Da, 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 da. And I, was, and then he's like, "I can't talk to you right now. I can't talk to you right now." And I like remember it was Ron Perlman, and I was like, "Oh my god!" And then over the course of my lifetime now, like I've seen him pop up as Hellboy, and you know, all of these. I love all of the times that he gets put in like uh, Guillermo films. Like I was watching. Um, that was at Pacific Rim the other day. His character is so cool in that movie. Yeah. Um, but I'm like, I've seen you like, in these very random parts in my life. So I mean, you <laughs> know, there's a
2: weird Thanos comic book where Thanos just picks on one dude. Like every year on this guy's birthday, Thanos will come and just like ruin his life. Yeah. Um, that's just it's, it's weird that like Ron Perlman Ron comes, like, pops up. Like, <laughs> yeah, he's my like, all-black
3: character. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but no, besides uh, my uh you know matrix glitch with ron perlman in my life everything's <laughs> going good. yeah podcast is going great and then um making a ton of fun stuff out here in la and yeah it's, it's been nice i'm doing a bunch of podcasts actually right now i've been doing that and then me and rob belushi and this guy blake howard have been doing one called um too much movie which is a movie podcast so we've been picking these like really great 90s flicks and and doing deep dives on them. Blake has done this podcast called One Heat Minute, which was, um, it's it's basically, I, have you ever seen the movie Heat, the LA movie, the Michael Mann film? Oh, yeah. oh, yes. So Blake is, has dedicated a whole podcast career to this movie where he's done one episode per one minute of the movie Heat. And oh, my gosh. Out. He actually <laughs> interviews Michael Mann for the final episode of the pod. And uh, Blake and... I met via Rob, and uh, we would talk about movies, and so we've done a bunch of stuff. So the most recent one we did was on Backdraft, and then we've got the Ghost in the Darkness coming up for our next episode. So, all
0: right, that's awesome. I need to find yeah. that. I'm a movie geek, like hardcore. It sounds like oh,
3: incre- would love it. Yeah,
1: it, it sounds incredibly hard to do a podcast for a minute of a movie. <laughs> Just like that sounds hard. It depends to me. on which minute you're
3: of you're the right. movie. You're right. You're right. <laughs> yeah. It's surprising what he how he works it, you know, cause he breaks down every frame and, and, you know, I was even talking to, uh, my girlfriend the other day about this, John Waters, mm-hmm. the director had this thing where he said, um, I met him once and John Waters said, I'm name dropping, left and right this episode. Um, mm-hmm. John Waters, uh, said that even if I hate watching a movie, I can always find something interesting about it, That's you true. know, and he'll watch like the the set dressing or the wardrobe or you know there's always something so interesting so that's basically what blake is doing like in each scene he's finding something to break down mm, so I yeah cool but yeah so that that's, it's been good so check out that and yeah and then there's a, a running podcast i've been doing with my friend on you know i love going on runs and stuff so um, that's I'm, been I'm, super I'm,
2: That one's not for me. I'm, I'm <laughs> not is there a laying down
1: one? <laughs> yeah,
2: like, maybe. Is there it, a yeah. Podcast
3: that you do.
1: The lazy Sunday. Maybe we have there. one
3: of you guys on, and we could talk about like um, why uh, the oh, like the keys to chilling. That would be a good one. Yeah. For sure. For sure. For sure. Oh yeah. Now, now
2: you're talking my language. All right, I don't know, but. uh but it's it's weird too how you notice like you start doing a podcast and then like it evolves into seven podcasts like right. you just all of a sudden have all these things to, to do and and also like you know the the one that you started with isn't how it was when you started um, like, like right. you know, our podcast has definitely evolved into something else which I you yeah. know I love it but like it's 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 very interesting to watch the whole journey of, you know, like, we here we started, like, here's where we got to. And uh, I think that's really cool, um, too, that you guys, like, hey, Bumper to Bumper was meant to be this thing, and it kind of just turned into something else, but roll with it, you know? Like, that's that's really fucking cool
3: yeah I, I think you're right like and i i feel like that that's like the best way for things creatively to evolve right they just have to evolve and change and turn into something new what where did uh three geeks start out at where were you uh, guys- well
2: there there was only
3: three of us for
2: one <laughs> <laughs> uh, now there's like 18 guys we can call it time. but like um you know we just wanted to talk about movies and stuff like that we didn't have any guests we didn't have you know it was just the three of us talking about like anything that happened superhero news or anything like that we kind of tried to stay in a lane and now you know it's like we have different people on we have music musicians we've got you know like different people like, who, who work in different areas of, of movies yeah. and stuff like that and it's been really cool um you know we have a whole interview series now that you know that is, that's its own thing mm-hmm. and uh yeah no, it's just uh it's very very different from where we started
0: yeah, we're That's, we're even doing some production work. We're producing a short form show with Larry Hankin. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh really? Yeah.
3: Larry Hank, the the actor, right? But the yes, uh um, yes. but no. Larry was the from Larry was in, wasn't he in uh throw, throw a picture, Jason? I know you have a picture. Well, yeah, no, he was uh he was in uh, he uh Planes Trains with your dad. Yeah, yeah. I saw Larry do a one-person show in Los Angeles back in like nineteen ninety-five. That's so funny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's doing
2: he's doing painting now. Like he's, he's doing a, a lot of stuff, different yeah. things. Yeah. Like and then like a lot of his art is really good. Like I, I oh, I, mean, I would have bet. Yeah, no, it's, it's it's like you know you know you don't ever know these things until you end up talking, you know, and are finding out about these things.
3: <laughs> until but, talking, Larry <laughs> Ankin is, is, is Larry Hankin is one of the oh yeah of course. He's one of the um, our Times' great character actors. He's just—he's mm-hmm. brilliant at what he does. Oh, I, I can't—well, I can't wait to see whatever you guys put together with Larry. That, that yeah, that's he's doing—we're doing
0: like a interview series with him, but we're starting at like when he was born. So he's telling us stories about burning down a, a barn when he was a kid and wow. dealing with um, uh, bullying. Like um, uh, Carl Gottlieb. Now I'm gonna name drop Carl Gottlieb, <laughs> the writer of Jaws, was Larry Hankins' best friend. And he was getting really? bullied by the band, ironically. At Syracuse, by the yeah.
3: And then, yeah, it's, it's the fascinating. Knows. life is fascinating. Wow, that's incredible. Yeah, I, I, I think that's an awesome endeavor. Holy crap, that's, I can't wait to hear that. That's going to be really great. Yeah, yeah, that's really my story. only claim to fame is that I have Larry <laughs> Hankin as a friend.
2: <laughs> <laughs> well, no, but I mean, like, again, it's like, like one of those things where you didn't, he was like, "Hey, we got Larry Hankin on," and you think, "Okay, this would be an interview, and it'll be fun." Like he's been in so many different things. Like you're saying, one of the great character actors of our time, and and then it, it becomes this whole other thing. And like you know, he's so cool, and he's just like really interesting to talk to. He's really like nervous, and and he like not how you'd expect <laughs> of this guy who's yeah. been in so many things and met so many people to be, but. Yeah, yeah, he it's, called, it's, it's he called really us cool. the other
0: day to explain NFTs to him. So we explained <laughs> how <laughs> NFTs work. You know. Oh my goodness. <laughs> I still need really an explanation about
2: that.
3: I know. I was gifted an NFT and um, I had to kind of share the gift. It was like, and I was like, I don't really know how to explain what this is. But um, <laughs> it's uh, we, we're definitely in a new world with that stuff, right? Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, it, it's, you know, like, it's more of you know like, like the internet and and the way it's becoming it's more like hey your imagination is also a realm of you know uh, uh, mm-hmm. like that we can exist in and uh yeah. it you know it's weird to think you know of like ownership of property in the imagination land but like that's, <laughs> <laughs> that's <laughs> That's, that's where we're getting to. It's, it's, and again, it's like... Uh, yes. Would you fun. like a ride
3: on the gooey gooey gumdrop ride? Put <laughs> <laughs> on your headset. No, let's on. <laughs> it's like your wig.
2: Yeah, so it's so a weird so like I, Ready Player One sort of deal we got going on.
3: So since I'm on 3 geeks pod, I think I have to share my like geekiest thing Please? since I've yeah. last talked to you guys. So the two things I'm most like geeked out about um is, one is, like, I'm a huge Jurassic Park fan, so I'm really excited about the new film, even though I haven't liked the last like, four films of the
0: franchise. Dude, I'm there with you, man. Dominion, I can't wait for either. I I thought World was okay. I thought uh Long okay. Kingdom felt like a Looney Tunes cartoon towards the end, because like, yeah. dinosaurs were bumping their heads and shaking it off. Like, it was really weird. But Dominion <laughs> looked yeah. awesome. Anything, anytime you get more Goldblum, Independence Day 2 being the exception. It's (laughs) (laughs) only was was
2: Golden the worst part of Independence Day 2 or No, I don't know. It's probably the highlight.
3: Dude, I I I am like it's like being a franchise fan of that movie is like being like a fan of like a losing baseball team it's just <laughs> i really want it to be good and i want to win the world series But every time i go like I, I went and saw fallen kingdom with my friend and uh he was like this is gonna be really bad and i was like maybe it won't be maybe it'll be good i'm always like rooting for it and then my yeah. friend's brother left a previous screening and he was just like Oh my god clark it's terrible like even chris pratt couldn't save it like and then he showed me it and then i was just like "Shit!" and then we were watching it and i was just like you could i couldn't stand up for it but even with this one i'm like all right let's just see what happens chris like and i'm, I'm excited that they're gonna have like a new world of stuff and, and and they're gonna seems like they're gonna do other things so i just love that world that was that the first one was the first movie I well, it was actually maybe the last major movie I watched with my dad, so it has this like really yeah, for, sure. oh, yeah, for sure. And um, and then, but on top of it, it's just so fucking good. Yeah, um,
2: right. I mean, like it's worth it. Like <laughs> that's yeah, a, it's that's just Spielberg, right? But, I mean, what are you gonna do? <laughs> but
3: then, like, it, it, the, I think that that was the first franchise too. I remember, like, the, I think it was the first experience of leaving a, a sequel of a movie you love and going, like, wait a sec, like. That was, like, my first, like, interaction with, like, this isn't that good, <laughs> you know? <laughs>
2: oh, for sure. Uh, and like, and I, I love Jurassic Park, too, because that, that was the first time where the movie made me go read the book.
3: Yeah, and, yeah, good point, good point.
2: And, and, and the book was totally different, and so I was like, holy crap, like, like they're allowed to do that? You know, like, they, they didn't do this or that, you know? Like, but I'm glad, I, I'm glad I saw it in that order, or, you know, I, I experienced it in that order. So, yeah. But, uh, um, when they when they came out with Jurassic World, I was like, "Finally, here we go! The dinosaurs yes, are going to be mm-hmm. over the world." And, uh, and it was like, "No, it's just another theme park." I was like, "Come on!"
0: <laughs> I, look, I will say for Fallen Kingdom, the first fifteen minutes of that movie was awesome, mm-hmm. fantastic. Yeah. It was great. I'm like, "All right, all right, this movie might be better than the last one." Like, I'm excited. Yeah. Falls apart. Yeah,
3: yeah, I um. there's always these moments in those movies where I'm just, I kind of cringe, where I'm just like, really? Like that was the take you're gonna use in this movie? Yeah, yeah. but the dinosaur, like when they started giving dinosaurs personalities, that's I think when we went downhill. Cause like the first one is like, like they're animals, they're just like beasts. Like they're not controllable. You know what I mean? Like that was, was so great about it. And then like, yeah, like when you see like, they turned like, the raptor into like E. T. You know what I mean? And he's like, Wah! it's like what? <laughs> I'm like this is it?
2: A- <laughs> oh my
3: god! I, yeah. I, yeah. I, I did not it's also,
2: it's, it's like it's so arrogant because the point of the the whole thing is that humans
1: like you can't control can go stuff, too far. Right? Yeah, right. like
2: there's stuff that we just can't control, and and once you let it loose, it's out, and and then there's nothing to be done about it. And then it's like, oh, actually, there is something to be done about it. You can just train them, and then uh, <laughs> it's it's sort of like circus lions. And uh, yeah, that that that's it. So like this giant four thousand pound thing is gonna listen to little you, little little Chris Pratt, you know, like because of yeah. what
0: because of what? Well, yeah,
3: because of a clicker. You've got a little. <laughs> <laughs> so do you think uh, I, Fast I, and really... the
1: Furious and Jurassic Park mixing together would just jump the shark? Because there was a lot of like random fan theories about like <laughs> mushing the two franchises together.
3: Here's a fun one. I went and saw the new um, Fast and the Furious, right? It was like the first movie, I think I went to a movie theater to see and went with a bunch of friends. And like, um, you know, we're all in the movie theater with the Universal Studios. And at the time, this is how much of a nerd I am. At the time, they were gonna show the trailer for the new Jurassic World, but they were only gonna show it in IMAX. And so I was trying to get like a bunch of people to go to the IMAX for some reason. They're like, I was like, well, we can go to the IMAX one, you know? And they were like, no, that ticket's like $15 more. Like, let's just go to the regular one. I was like, fine. So I basically left the middle of Fast and the Furious to go to another screening of the IMAX (laughs) movie of Fast and the Furious 9 to go and watch the trailer for the new Jurassic Park for five minutes. And then I came back and watched Fast and the Furious. I will watch a geek
2: card. That is, that is a 100%. Yeah. That's
3: like, that's, I get like a geek card. Yeah, yeah, no, like, yeah. yeah. yeah
2: no, that's a stamp for sure. Yeah, you
0: definitely. <laughs> a lot of people did that <laughs> for me. You, you get two or three drinks get free drinks at your shop. local geek
3: restaurant. Yeah, where does that work? Yeah, on the theater. The 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 yeah, <laughs> Uh, I'm,
2: I'm gonna say that that's like 87% geek right there. Uh, to, to <laughs> <talk to me.
1: laughs> Certified fresh.
2: Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. At least at the very least, no, Thank that is, you. I, I have never. I, I, I have like never done behind. that.
3: <laughs> I gotta ask. Awesome. I'm an intuitive geek. You know, I try to plan it out. You know, I I, uh, yeah,
2: so I. I like that. You're like, hey guys, like, why don't we? You know, like, you know, at first it was very, very just subtle, and yeah. like, okay, like, if if I can get to the IMAX, then that's fine, but leaving the theater to go watch the movie in IMAX just to see the...
1: That
2: Fair. is... I
0: respect it. Yeah,
2: yeah absolutely, okay. 100%. I love that move.
0: I gotta ask you, as a fellow podcaster, like, um, because I noticed your last episode was about the Chris Rock Will Smith si- oh. situation. Did you and yeah. your partner, like, just, were you guys just so annoyed that, like, I guess we should cover this, like, let's get together and let's talk about the slap or did you guys like excited to talk? Because I remember texting Max. And I'm like, we should probably talk about this. So we did a whole thing. <laughs> we talked about it. And um, I was just curious, like what were your thoughts about covering it?
3: I, I always think like, I, I think that um when like popular moments like that come up, I sometimes like they're juvenile enough where I'm like, yeah, like who cares? You know, it's like just popcorn talk. And then there's other stuff where I'm just like, I feel like this day and age, like with so much media out there in the world and so many people having a microphone in front of them and being able to talk, like I, I just, it, it's just because we could, doesn't mean we should. <laughs> to quote Jurassic park. Yes. That was a cool <laughs> um, uh, I, 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 sometimes I'm like, why, you know, I think that that's always like the joke with Rick and I am kind of like, Rick always feels like we need to talk about like the most like current topic. And I'm always like, who gives a shit, you know what I mean, like, seriously, like, I'm, and I think with, like, a thing like the, that, that incident that happened, it was so, like, that, you know, what's funny about a moment like that, is that it just goes to show the times we live in, because an incident happens, right, and it's, like, it sucks, right, it's, like, that sucked that that happened, but then everybody hops on with the their their perspective of it and it can it immediately becomes a conspiracy and immediately everyone paints their own stuff over it and now we have enough content to like fill the apple podcast lab, library for like five weeks right. so it's like i sometimes want to do the, the opposite and be like who gives a shit? so that's even in that episode i'm kind of just like i i, I will tend to then just kind of like if rick is going to talk about it then i'll just play into him talking about it and then just like be, you know, I'll, I'll I'll find other I'll mine other jokes out of Rick being a maniac wanting to talk about
0: it. That, that's <laughs> kind of how that's kind of how Max and I are. I'm like, okay, we should hit this topic because it'll be good on Twitter. And then right. he'll be like, all right, I guess we'll do it. We're gonna do it quick, and we're gonna do it this one time, and then we don't really need to bring it up again. It, yeah, no. it's also
1: okay. giant perspective, right? I mean, the people are getting yeah. bombed right now, and we're right. like, we're worried about right. a Will Smith slap. Like,
2: oh, know, like, yeah, exactly. the whole
1: world forgot about Ukraine the, for a week. Yeah. yeah.
2: no, it's it, it, it yeah, like you're saying. Like it, it's not anything really. Like one guy slapped like how many people get slapped every day? And and <laughs> we're worried about this. Like, you know, it's like okay, don't invite Will Smith to award shows cuz he doesn't know how to act. And what is a comedy gone.
3: Like, <laughs> Yeah, you know what it reminds me of? It reminds me of like when we we were all you know in grade school, and it was like you know we would be talking about like a story in history class or something like that. And that, yeah, we're bringing it up again. <laughs> it's true. You're not wrong, but no, it's you know it, we would all be talking about these things, and then you know everyone would raise their hand to talk, and and then it, you know it would always just be that feeling of like we're talking about it a little too long, everybody, you know, and so. That's how I ended up feeling about stuff like that. But I I just think in general, I would say in regards to like podcasting and talking about things in the world, everyone I think thinks there's the one thing you need to talk about. But quite frankly, there's a billion other things that are way more interesting to talk about, you know, especially as we move forward in the world, because everyone's going like, oh, there's this narrative and we're following this thing. And it's like, I think I call bullshit on that. I think everybody wants to talk about the narrative that people say that is out there in the world. Like you know, let's talk about something else because there's no rules. And why the fuck not? Let's talk about Jurassic Park. Let's talk about- <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. We used yes, to do. Speaking of Jurassic Park, <laughs> we, we used to do this
0: thing where you would literally search like weird news stories and talk about those instead of whatever sure. was super popular. Uh, and that was always like, a lot of fun. Yeah,
2: John Orlando is good for that. Uh, the hot take <laughs> Yeah, John, hot take. Orlando is uh, <laughs> is is really good for a weird, off left, out of left field news story.
0: So, yeah. so what was your uh, second geek thing that you were talking about?
3: Oh yeah, uh, and then I will just this is so I was thinking about like what um oh yeah we'll always talk Jurassic Park um. <laughs> My second geek thing is during the pandemic, since like we weren't traveling around a lot, I don't know stop if I brought this up already, but I would start watching um, like POV videos of people going to amusement parks because I couldn't go. And so I would like, I got really into like weird, 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 like nerd videos of people going to Disney World. And like, I discovered so many, like I discovered a world. There's like a world of people who's their whole life is to just travel around and like go to amusement parks and rate them and talk about them. And well,
2: let's it, do that. It, <laughs> I can only do so much Disney. That's, that's not for me.
3: That's, <laughs> it was just like, it was this weird, like, it was funny because like, you know, it was, it was interesting. Like, how do I put this? Like, it just it, 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 I always say this, like, the world is such a big place. And, like, it was just, like, a crazy world to go into, like, someone else's story and see what they were up to. And I was like, you know, um, there's all these different channels of it going on. And it was also funny to see, like, um, right now everyone's really angry with Disney because they're so expensive. So it's really funny to see these, like, YouTube channel people going, like, that's it. I'm finally done. I'm done with Disney. Like, it's great to see these people yeah, wipe their hands with it. <laughs> I think I mind mine, like, some humor out of it for some reason. I'm not sure what I'm doing with it yet. But um, yeah, I, I've been, like, really into seeing this, like, and, like, people will go to, like, hotels and be like, see, this nice. This is the standard room at the uh, Polynesian Resort. You get a, freshly uh, clean remote control and... Uh, all the folks that I know and love. <laughs> I don't know. A, a remote <laughs> control. My top five hotel. Where family. am I in my life?
2: <laughs> <laughs> um, no, my wife, my wife absolutely loves to watch people at Disney uh, on TikTok. she watch a TikTok live of somebody standing in line at Disney.
0: That's the only thing to do at Disney.
2: Well, yeah, but she's exactly. not at Disney. If you're at Disney waiting in line, I understand waiting in line at Disney. If you are not there, why are you going to watch the the POV of someone standing in line? At yeah.
1: Disney? I you go to the grocery store and have a very similar experience if you have earbuds. <laughs> yes. Oh my god. And it's just like, oh, that's it's a small world. I'm like,
2: why do you know this? Like, what? What is?
3: This? I know it's weird. There's a, there is a guy who does a news show for Disney, and he treats it seriously, like, and and maybe as he should, you know what I mean? Like, he, like, and he talks shit, you know what I mean? And, like, he's, like, the price increase over in Tomorrowland, like, I swear to God, it's crazy. Like, they've created their own ecosystem, and there's, like, now, like, commentating channels that, like, are, like, pro and con, or of uh, this, uh, anyways. <laughs> yeah, that is Disney. the Disney shit I've been up to.
2: <laughs> <laughs> uh, but speaking, I'm sorry. Like, there's a whole like Disney has created their own like ecosystem. Like they they actually have like they, the yeah. land that they own in Florida is it's it's actually quite interesting how much they can do. Like, they're their own judicial system. They're their own, like, they can, really? can create... Oh, yeah, it's, it's, it's actually <laughs> quite fascinating. Mickey Mouse is
1: beheading people in the <laughs> basement. It's just like, like its own kingdom. Just
2: but like. yeah, beside, yeah, beside, like, you know, yeah, again, like, it's a small world in the Epcot <laughs> Center. Like, there's a whole thing about Disney. Like, they can do whatever they want. They can, yeah, like, they have their own... They can set up their own police. They can set up their own everything. Like, it's, it's really... Really weird. Um, oh man,
1: but, Judge dread uh, Mickey Mouse be great. Oh He's walking around just enforcing the law. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
2: un- unfortunately, <laughs> I gotta take off early, guys. Um, so that that's it for me. I'm, I'm out. But Chris, thanks, it was thanks. great to see you. Uh, glad to have you back thanks. on the podcast. Good to see you.
0: I'm gonna and, dip out uh, too, actually. Right, Chris, I got one oh, quick no. question for you before you go. Oh, no, please. I uh, I didn't
3: I didn't ask you last time. I just wanted to know what's your favorite of your dad's out. movies. Oh man. Favorite of my dad's movies. That's a great question. You know, I, um, I, I, I seasonally like all kinds of different ones, you know what I mean? Like, um, but ones that I like, I think like if you're going to go for like the, the standard best one, it's like easily planes, trains and automobiles is like the best, like, um, you know, film, like, it's just like, you know, it it just tugs at all the right things. And it's just like a really like perfect comedy that like hit goes the you know test of time. I, I just think it's it's constantly funny. Um but then like I'll I'll kind of hit like m- moments of like nostalgia and, and miss him and like you know who's Harry Crumb was like a really like it's like a it's like a like it's an old dated comedy but I just like really love that time in his life. So I always like re- love watching that film. because uh, I know like he loved being able to be like such a goofy guy in that one. Um, but, yeah, I, I think, like, if I were to have, like, a favorite, it would most likely be Plane Strains. I think. then you know, that one is just, like, you know, because also I spent such a good amount of time with, um, oh, Spaceballs is great, too. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, like, even just the John Hughes connection and John meant so much to me in my life. Like, I just, I feel like um, to see that work show up on the screen, you know, it's, it's just, you know, it doesn't get better than that.
0: The one that I found myself really loving recently was uh, Delirious. It was so
3: ahead of its time. Yeah, You know, it's funny. We were watching, um, I guess they're not the exact same. We were watching Lost City last night. We went and saw that new Shannon Tatum movie. It was actually great. Um, But there was an element of Delirious in it where she's a writer and she's trying to write, you know, her next novel. um, And they kind of played with the themes that Delirious played with where he delirious is a great concept for a script you know a, a soap tv writer who writes himself you know gets in an accident and wakes up in his soap show is it's it's that's a great one too i also remember that time of him making that movie and again like just for me it was just such a great time you know like uh being around that era and that was directed by a guy named tom mankowitz and tom mankowitz was directed Superman what well, not the first one, but one of the Superman's and, um, he was just like a Hollywood, you know, legend. So I know that the director of that, uh, my dad getting to work with make was like a big deal like that. He was Hollywood kind of royalty. So, um, I, that, yeah, that, that movie's. I love those like early nineties comedies of his cause the, the era just this, I don't know. It's like a warm coat that time. And, you know, like I've been watching the Larry Sanders show every night before I go to bed. And, um, that just that era is just like, ooh, I love it it's so much yeah. fun.
0: Fantastic! I grew up in that era too. I, I think I'm only a few year age difference with you, but yeah, no, that era of television comedy was fantastic. Thank you for joining us, Chris. And it's oh, yes,
3: thank you. Sorry it took forever to get back on, then, But but um, I you know I'll hop on when I can. Absolutely Please. love that. that uh, I, I, maybe I, I, after Jurassic Park comes out, I'll I'll hop in and I'll do a review of what I thought of the new Jurassic Park.
0: That'd be fantastic. That'd be I got to say, man, even though it's been a couple of years since you've been on, you've been really good about, you know, staying in touch. So I want to thank you for that, because a lot of people, you know, they could ignore you or whatever. But you've always been like quick to respond, like very quick to respond. And I appreciate that very, very much. I think you're great. I want to continue to see you do great things. And uh, again, yeah, thanks a lot, man. Thanks for joining us. And next time you come on, we'll talk about Bobby's Mm -hmm. World. Love to have you. Okay, good. (laughs) <laughs> Bob's world jurassic park <laughs> awesome uh, versus clad last thing chris yeah. uh larry had expressed some interest in talking to you sometimes so if you ever want to connect with larry hank and let me know and i'll get you
3: two together i'd love that please yeah send me uh send let's let's link that up that'd be great okay awesome buddy i'll talk to you later
0: cool thanks guys bye guys bye i love him like yeah, he's, he's great seriously i love him uh, a few years ago um john candy was trending on twitter and i noticed chris candy and jen candy you know had retweeted something and i'm like i never thought about john candy it's kids like i want to talk <laughs> yeah. to them and yeah. when we had chris on the first time we we made it a point not to bring up his dad because we wanted to get to know chris like mm-hmm. we want to know Chris. we did talk about camp candy which kind of led into his dad a little bit but um because he was a voice on the show and um it's just him and his sister they're, they're so talented in their own right and Any chance I get to promote them, I'm going to do it. because I think they're fantastic. And like I said, Chris is always quick to respond on Instagram. So, yeah. yeah. That's great. It was was great having him. First time meeting him. It was a lot of fun. Yeah. So uh, we got news stories to cover still. And um, I kind of wished Mike had been here for today. Mm -hmm. But he wasn't. So you guys got Justin and I to wrap up the show. It's not going to be much longer. We got a few more things to cover. And then I'm going to go sleep. No, I'm not. I'm going to go to bed. Have you have you heard of the show, um, The Dropout with Elizabeth Holmes?
1: No. What's it? College dropout or something else? No, I've not. I'm You
0: know who Elizabeth Holmes is, right? She uh Theranos. She was the um, entrepreneur. Oh oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Who created like? Okay, so she's the actual CEO
1: of that, where she like ripped off a bunch of people. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Amanda, I know she forged a bunch of information.
0: Yeah. Yeah, Amanda Seyfried deserves all of the Emmys. playing Elizabeth Holmes. She was fantastic. It's a very well-written show, very good show. Um, It's funny when you're watching a show based on reality because I'm watching a few of them right now Mm -hmm. and then you see the documentary pop up and you're like, no, 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 I don't want to ruin the show. I don't want to spoil the show. Once the show is over, I'll go watch the documentary. Like, I don't want reality to be spoiled for me. Are you kidding me? I want to watch it unfold in front of me. So, I highly recommend the dropout. It is easily a 5 out of 5. If you got some time, check it out. Amanda Seafried, just give her the award now and just don't even have an Amy. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Back to the Orphan Black stuff we were talking about earlier. There's no, and I want to thank Kathleen and Jesse and Mick for all of your comments so far. Please keep them coming in and uh, get back to the Orphan Black sequel series Echoes. It's uh, coming to AMC Plus and uh. Let me see With a series for the critically acclaimed. The 10 episodes will continue to dive deep into how scientific experiences influence human existence. The sequel will also follow a group of women that band together in order to find out the mysterious of their identities. The mysteries of their identities. It sounds kind of similar yeah. to the original series. And um, I don't know what this show is going to look like without Tatiana Maslany, But... I'm curious because, you know, it's in the same universe and we could get cameos. Who knows how it'll affect like She-Hulk and stuff. But I'm just excited to go back into this world. Did you watch from Black, Justin? No, but you guys have talked about it enough where I need to. I've not watched it. I'm excited to watch it, though. It's it's good, phenomenal. Like Max was saying, if you don't know that it's one person playing all six characters, Mm -hmm. you're going to think that it's just a set of. Sex sextuplets playing in the show because they're all different, very different personalities, very different looks like it's phenomenal and even when they're acting on screen together like the visual effects for the show are really really good for being a BBC television series yeah. for yeah. the time that it came out so I I can't wait to dive back into this universe uh, hopefully we got some Orphan Black fans out there and if you're not you need to join the the, <laughs> the Orphan Black Club um, Lock and Key is going to end with season three on Netflix. I had a feeling that it was going that way. from Was when we it talked was about people Halea not last. watching it? Yeah, were people not watching it or what? What's that?
1: What? Sorry, I'm going to finish your
0: thought. Sorry. I, I, I kind of had that feeling with the way that Halea was talking and the way that uh, Jesse was talking when we had them on recently that the show was coming to an end. But it sounds like the creators had it planned to end the show at season three.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: And I can't wait. I love this series. <laughs> Again, I'm not reading the comic books because I don't want to have to compare the two. Yeah. Like I like not having that knowledge to go into the show and be like, "Well, that's not the same." So when the show's over, I'm going to dive into the comic books. But I really like the show and I'm excited to see where it goes with season 3. I'm sad it's coming to an end, but I'm one of those people that tell your story and get out.
1: Yeah. I mean, yeah, if they can if they can form the whole like I mean, and to be honest, from the from I've read the comic books, right? There is if they hit the end of that that the whole Storyline, there's not much else, right? Right. Like if they if they solve it and they have they get, have a good conclusion, it could have be a really good storyline if they're following what the what the comic book did.
0: Have you watched the show?
1: I have not, not yet. I just even same thing with um oh uh, a wheel of time. Like these are some of my favorite like fantasy things, and I don't really want like I have a vision in my head of what they are, and like it it takes a lot for me to actually sit down and watch. Anything that I'm I'm actually passionate about when it comes to like ri-
0: a written word thing. Do you have a tough time separating the two?
1: Yeah, it's because I, I don't give them a fair shake. I don't get any. I don't, I don't. I really don't. I don't think I give it like. I watched the first two episodes of Wheel of Time, and I was like, this is kind of not great. But it, I it, people have liked the first couple episodes of it, but it's just like I don't think I. Same with the Halo thing. I imagine I probably wouldn't be a very good reviewer of the Halo thing because I played all the games and stuff. You know what I
0: mean? I thought the Halo series. Pretty good so far. Yeah. But I've only so, yeah,
1: I'm hoping it. I'm glad people like it. I hope they all do. I have as many seasons
0: as you can get out of it, right? But just tell your story and get out. Yeah. <laughs> That's my philosophy on television. Yeah. Tell your Makes story and me. get out. I used to be the guy, give me all the episodes. And as a big <laughs> fan of Lost, like Lost is my favorite show of all time. But that is the show that made me want them to get in and get out. because Season yeah. two and three should have been one season. Yeah. It was stretched out because, you know, networks want money and they want to prolong yeah. something that's great so they can make their money but yeah. big proponent of get in get out yeah is- tell your
1: story to your point make it a good story and then just end it and then people will be satisfied like that's what happened to game of thrones right they should have taken two or three more more seasons if they needed to and so that's a meaty series to just try to end for a star wars gig that you ended up folding on
0: but absolutely and then um willow the lucasfilm television series based on the movie i think it's a sequel series cast talisa garcia making history as first trans actress cast by lucas films good on her good good on her i'm glad that you know they're opening their minds and casting different voices and different giving people opportunities it's fantastic i can't wait to check out willow i have you seen the willow movie no is it good um i don't know i if i've seen it i don't remember it but it was one of george lucas's like non-star wars movies I think oh, Ron yeah. Howard actually directed it, but Lucas uh, I think helped write it and produced it. Uh, Jesse says, "Oh, thanks for mentioning Wheel of Time. I wanted to buy the last book in the series for my husband for his birthday." Yeah, that's uh, that's
1: part of the one of the books that Brandon Sanderson finished up while uh, since the the main author had passed away, but he left a bunch of notes, and I think you'll I think he'll like it.
0: I think that'd be good. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and then that's that's all I got uh cool. I, I want to take the time to thank everybody for tuning in uh special thanks to chris candy the the last few minutes of this episode you can kind of get a hint for the show that justin and i will eventually be doing together which is the two of us chatting uh, still looking forward to that we just haven't found the time to record especially with work things going on with me training and so forth but uh um, yeah a lot of good
1: things happening in your life so we'll, we'll we'll get back to it
0: yeah we will and uh i want to thank everybody for tuning in uh kathleen gets a plug check out pop culture addicts and Funny Science Fiction, uh, Tim and Kathleen are dear friends and two of my favorite people. And also, Funny Science Fiction has one of the best mustaches in the business. And then uh, the scene snobs, Mick and Casey. Like, There's there's talent and then there's talent. And Mick and Casey are a great combination. And Their show is a lot of fun. So check out all of my friends. And I want to thank you guys so much for tuning in. New Matt Talk drops tomorrow. You catch me and John talking about The Magician. That's right, ladies and gentlemen. The magician episode of Matt Talk. Matt Lock. It was a lot of fun to record. And hopefully we get Justin back on again. Because we're getting a lot of good buzz about Justin's appearance on Matt Talk.
1: I, I love doing it. It was a lot of fun. It was, we, I love the whole like watch the episode, talk about the episode, and I got to I get to rip John and uh and Jason while
0: doing it. So it was great. Yeah, an interview with a semantican coming soon. Everybody <laughs> out there, you guys have a great day. Thanks, everybody. Cycle your cords. <laughs> Where's the mouse? I can't close the show without a mouse.
1: Man, Jason's, Jason's rusty. <laughs>